Let's open our Bibles this evening to Hebrews chapter 12 and the 14th verse. Hebrews chapter 12 and the 14th verse. Pursue peace with all men and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Last Friday, we looked into understanding and loving the power of holiness. How many of you were blessed by that? Amen. Understanding and loving the power of holiness or the realm of holiness. Amen. Tonight, we are looking into operating in the power of holiness. Hallelujah. How many of you know we can operate in the power of holiness? Pursue peace with all people and holiness will no one will see God. Amen. Hallelujah. Last week we said, what is holiness? Holiness is not religious coming to church. Holiness is not coming and giving an attendance to the church. Holiness is nothing else. Holiness is God cleansing you inside. Amen. Hallelujah. Holiness is not even praying. Holiness is to be open in prayer. Hallelujah. Devatina, Devam, Pravartiki Van Vendi Hradayan Thoranu Udakunadana Vishuddhi. Amen. Hallelujah. The best way of looking at it, is there any difference in the way that you were and you are now? Some people said, I came first time years back, I used to shout. Now I don't. That's not holiness. Hallelujah. That's what's opposite to it. I used to be very attentive to God's word. Now I am not. That's not holiness. It's opposite to it. When I came, I used to come for Sunday and Friday and I was looking for meetings to attend. Now I'm just trying to finish a Sunday meeting. That's not holiness. That's opposite to it. When I came, I used to write notes, read the Bible, go home and go through the notes, think about it and go to sleep. Now I don't do that. I came here. When I go home, forget about it. I'm just the same way walking into the home. No change in me. No change in people. No effect. Is that holiness? No. That's opposite to holiness. Hallelujah. And I said, what was the reason as today that the Christians of the yesterday years and the Christians of today, the problem is they have come to this saying, uh, they have come to this mindset that holiness means I did not have a house, now I have two houses. That's holiness. That's not holiness. God bless you with your house. God bless you, but that's not holiness. Oh, I had one bike, now I have a car. I've got something bigger from God. Is that holiness? If that is the only way that you are measuring holiness, you have missed it all. There's something wrong. Hallelujah. Or you did not have a miracle before you came to church. Now a miracle. Is that the way you measure your holiness? Not at all. If that is the yardstick in which you measure the holiness, that's not. Or I did made a big mess and God cleansed me from the precious blood. But from that moment onwards, I'm going my own way. I'm doing my own thing. Is that holiness? No, that's not holiness. Hallelujah. I'm saved by grace through faith. I did not do a thing to be saved. God did all the work. So is holiness. If you open your heart, God will do all your work. And let me tell you, people who does not open, He cannot work in your heart. Church will be nothing else other than a community of people coming and knowing each other, having fun and going back home. Once in a way, take food. But nothing else. We are not preparing for eternity. But we have to humble ourselves and we have to ask the Lord, this kind of holiness that is inside the word of God, I don't have it, Lord. And I need it, Lord. When you pray, when you make that choice and when you say, Lord, 
I want to be the part of the holy church Jesus is coming back to take up. When that kind of conviction is there, you will say, Lord, this holiness I can't. That is the thing I said, how to be released into the two realm of holiness. I told you the first thing was the holy word of God. The Bible never said holy word because he knows the moment he says holy word that you would immediately disconnect and said, oh, I cannot do it. So he said the word of thy grace. What is the word of thy grace? He, when I speak the word, it will reach out, reach into every heart according to the way, personalized way that every person can receive it into their lives and see a change. The way that Sunil Chattan will not receive is the way the Neet receives. The way somebody else sitting here will not be the way somebody else sitting there. God has a way of reaching out into the heart. Somebody who is down, feel it encouraging. Somebody who is made a, need a correction, feel it correction. Somebody who is need an exhortation, needs an exhortation. So there is a holy word. That's why God's scriptures is different from any other scriptural or any other uh, uh, religious book. Any other religious book can give head knowledge, information. God's word can bring transformation. Praise the Lord. That's a difference. You came in one way, you go back in another person. You came through the south gate, you go through the north gate. You came through uh, uh, the east gate, you go through the west gate. You will never go back the same gate that you came in. You will go transformed. So I said how to be released, released into the realm of holiness. Number one is the word of God. Number two is the father God. He is the holy father. So I said last week to you, when you understand the loving father is a holy father, when you respond to God's love, you will become holy. Oh, powerful. Praise the Lord. How do you become holy? You cannot. The moment you respond to a loving father, you... Come back as a holy man. Oh, hallelujah. You got that right now. Most people, when they call the loving father, hallelujah, they're calling the loving father. But the love has never made any difference into their life. So that's why they're saying loving father, but they're not kept by that name. They're not walking by that name. They're not understood what that name can do in their lives. I said, Many things I said, when you call the Father's help, one of the things I said, you will get out of temporary rebellion. How many of you had temporary boots, temporary rebellion, temporary setbacks, and you think I've quit, but that is not your portion. Your portion is you're getting out of your temporary rebellion, hallelujah, into the inheritance of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes when you feel a temporary setback, temporary unbelief, temporary doubt like Thomas, don't quit on God, don't quit on yourself, don't quit on the church, don't quit on anyone. It is only a temporary, your portion is getting out of your temporary realm of setback. Hallelujah. Into a setup of God's promise. Hallelujah. So we went through many things when you call above Father. Now I am coming back to the third one this evening. Hallelujah. Into 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 2. How do you release yourself into the realm of holiness? Third thing. I'm just continuing after two. I just gave you a, a reminder of what we spoke last week. And third thing. 1 Samuel 2 verse 2. There is none holy like the Lord. For there is none besides you. Nor is there any rock like our God. There is no one like the Lord. There is no one besides you. 
There is no rock like our God. In other words, Jesus Christ is a holy rock. Amen. There is no one holy like you, Lord. Amen. And then he said, there is no rock like our God. In other words, Jesus Christ is a holy rock. The church is built not on an unholy rock, but on a holy rock. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, My church I have built where? On the rock and the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. Throughout the Bible, rock is never spoken for a person. The big R, like mentioned, is never mentioned for a person. That is why not on Peter's head that the rock is built. Not on a man's head the rock is built. Rock is built on the head of Jesus. On the person of Jesus. Hallelujah. Only if it is built on the person of Jesus, the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is why we have named our name Petra, rock, the big rock. Why? Nothing, no demons, no gates of hate shall be able to prevail against the church. The word rock, hallelujah, changes you into another realm. When you understand Jesus is a holy God, He takes you into another realm, a realm of holiness. Hallelujah. We should be an other realm church. We should not be like, oh, this church is like that. That church is like that. This church has got two hours. I'm sorry. We are not that church. We are a church into another. We are trying to move. Keep moving into revivals. Keep moving into levels. Keep moving into next level, next realm of faith. Hallelujah. Till we start seeing what people in the Bible saw in the early church. Hallelujah. People healed. People set free. They were raised from the dead. No sickness were able to. Hallelujah. We want to see that kind of church. We need to move into realms of faith. Hallelujah. So we don't want to stay in this church and that church and this church, that, that, that church, uh, that church has a, a kids church during the meeting so uh, they, they, the parents can worship. We are Creating a church where the father, mother and the child should be able to at the same time move in the realm of faith and the realm of miracles that the little boy will be able to catch the word while he is worshipping the Lord with the parents. So we are moving into realms of faith. Hallelujah. Look at the rock in the Bible. Rock in the Bible were unstoppable waters behind to flow when Moses struck the rock. Unstoppable kind of blessing that the rock can produce. When you look to the rock, Jesus can produce unstoppable in the desert. Can you imagine? In the desert, water is flowing. Unstoppable power, but no man or no people can stop when you believe he is the rock of our salvation. You have to believe. Hallelujah. Yesterday I was teaching Joseph and Abraham what faith is a simple thing. You know what I'm saying? I think just as I taught them, I have to taught the church again today. Faith is nothing else. You believe first and then you see. Hallelujah. I said I told them that I'll take them to New Zealand. They went to the best haircut and got the best haircut. Did they go to the New Zealand? No. They're still in Bangalore, in a barber shop, cutting their hair. 
but they are already in new zealand they believe me they keeping on when is the flight they still in bangalore but they looking forward to the miracle come on hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah appa when we reach australia what all will we see we are still in bangalore we have not even gone to the airport the dates even have not reached but they are in australia that's faith ne kaanunnadinu munbe വിശ്വസിക്കണം ദൈവം ഇങ്ങനെ പറഞ്ഞു കാണുന്നതിന് മുമ്പ് അവിടെ എത്തണം നിന്റെ ജയത്തിലേക്ക് നീ എടുത്തു ചാടണം നിന്റെ ജയം നടന്നതുപോലെ നീ കാണണം യു ഹാവ് ടു ബിലീവ് ജസ്റ്റ് ആസ് ഇറ്റ് ഓൾറെഡി ഹാപ്പൻ a hostess will say hey you can't come in i have the ticket praise the lord i paid for the ticket when you take it to the bible jesus paid for it you just carry the ticket come on somebody hallelujah you can travel jesus paid the ultimate price that is faith hallelujah Amen. glory to god show the ticket show the word show the promise a hostess says you can't we okay okay we'll go Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Unstoppable. That's why David said, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me. I cannot go there. I cannot reach there. It is higher than me. But he will lead me into that holy rock. Into that holy place. Where the unholy demons cannot touch me. The Bible says, Saul pursued David. till he came into the rock and Saul has to retreat because God hid him in the rock tonight the lord is saying certain things came to attack you but you are hidden in the rock and your demons and the devil and the principalities without any effect without no clue has to go back because the lord has hidden himself bible says we are hidden in christ യേശു ക്രിസ്തുവിൽ നമ്മളെ പൊതിഞ്ഞിരിക്കുകയാണ് and return to fight the philistines ever since that time that place was called and camped has been called the rock of escape this is the rock of escape you come here the devil doesn't see you nee ivada veruvana pishasinu kaanathilla hallelujah ninde jeevithathil ninnu ninde kedigalil ninnu ninne hal vidivippikkunna paarayanu idu hallelujah stotram hallelujah olichirikkunna paarayanu idu glory to god is a rock of escape hallelujah ninne kandathan pattatha doorathile kartavu ninne ethikkunna paarayanu idu that is why it is called a holy rock because devil cannot come close to holiness oh come on ah oh, wow വിശുദ്ധമായ പാറ എന്താ പിശാസിന് അടുത്ത് എത്താൻ പറ്റത്തില്ല വിശുദ്ധിയുടെ അടുത്ത് 
he has to go back. So in Matthew chapter 16, 18, 19, it says, I gave you the name Peter, which means a stone. And the truth of, how, of who I am will be the bedrock foundation on which I will build my legislative assembly, the church. And the power of death will not be able to overcome it. Will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom. Realm forbid on earth and which is forbidden in heaven. And to release on earth which is released in heaven. Oh, did you see that word TPT version? The realm I will release. Hallelujah. If you release the realm on earth, I will release the realm from heaven. Come on somebody. I am releasing a different realm over your life tonight. You have come thirsty. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What I forbid. Hallelujah. Heaven will forbid. Hallelujah. Oh, come on somebody. Hallelujah. Oh. On the revelation of this rock. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. On the revelation. What was the rock? The revelation that Jesus Christ is Lord. The revelation that the church is built on that rock. That was. Hallelujah. The Bible says on that revelation. Come on somebody. The re now put your name. The revelation that your life is built on him. That is where the enemy will flee. The revelation. Everybody say revelation. Hallelujah. It is on that revelation. That the enemy will flee. It is on the revelation. You can use the keys to unlock and lock. It is a revelation I can release the realm when the Lord comes down. When the Lord reveals the word. I as the servant of the living God can release a realm into your life. And I can stop every other realm that is thought of God. Hallelujah. I can forbid it in your life. This morning I forbid it in your life. Every realm that is not sent from above. I forbid it in the name of the Lord. I forbid it over the church. I forbid it every other atmosphere that is sent by the devil. I forbid it as a servant of the living God. The gates of hate shall not prevail against God's army. That's my authority. Church is built on a holy rock. The revelation that Jesus is the son of the living God is the life that you know. I can be built up there. My family can be built up there. Our church can be built up there. For generations to come. Not when Pastor Chaco is alive. The, if God has instituted his legislative assembly church in the city. Even many, many years and centuries pass. My, after my time, there will be a generation. Maybe my son. Maybe your son. Maybe a generation of our children will rise up and continue with the work. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. That is the reason why I believe God will release holy children to your lives. Even if you don't have one. Hallelujah. Say Lord, send me a holy child. Send me a next generation. A next realm child into my heart. Into my life. In the name of the Lord. All those who are married. Say, let me be married to a holy man. To a holy woman. That bring forth holy children Lord. Oh hallelujah. Glory to God. If you pray, God will release a Samuel. To a barren Hannah, she said, if you give me a child, I will place at the altar of the house of God and I will use him for your glory. And immediately God opened her womb. Oh, Rabbi, that I scared her. 
You thought Hannah was waiting. God was waiting for her to make that prayer. Oh, hallelujah. Some of the miracles, God is waiting for you. Hallelujah. To make that prayer of surrender. To make that prayer of commitment. To make that prayer of faith. To make your, hallelujah. By doing that, something miraculous is going to rise up within you. Rise up in the inside of you. Rise up in this church. If you believe in your life, put your heads together. Give a clap offering to the Lord. This is a holy generation. Hallelujah. Glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. What happened on the church? Hallelujah. What happened there? Transformation happened in the church. This kind of church where the Lord builds. Number one thing is transformation. Simon became Peter. When Simon got this revelation, Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Some say Elijah, some say John the Baptist. And God looked at the, Jesus looked at the disciples and who do you say that I am? And Simon said, you are Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And then he said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And on this revelation, I will build my church. And immediately, Jesus said, you are no longer Simon, but Peter. Petros, small rock. Jesus is the big ark. Petros is the small rock. And says, you are no longer Simon who is wavering. How many Simons here tonight? But he said, when you know there's revelation, you are Peter, solid rock. Oh. Churches, when you have the revelation of the Lord building his church, and when you come to the church with that revelation, transformation, the element of transformation happens. Simon means weak, transformed into a Peter, means strong as a rock. Hallelujah. Strength of the church is not in the structure or in the doctrine, but in revelation and transformation. Hallelujah. Doctrine and structure is to enforce those right transformations. It's to make space for the people to grow in the revelation. Not by itself. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, what is a perfect doctrine? John 7, 16 to 18. You should know what is a perfect doctrine because most people do not know what is a perfect doctrine. A lot of doctrines happening in the church. I'm not saying we got the best doctrine or right doctrine. I think nobody has got it right. But what does the Bible say? What is the right doctrine? I want you to ask the church should do it. Please read it. Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone wants to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Amen. The right doctrine is what that causes you to do God's will. Simple. Any right doctrine will empower God's church, God's people to do God's will. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you are believing the right doctrine? Are you pursuing God's will? Are you trying to do God's will? Hallelujah. Are you going away 
uh, going away as a feel of that you have achieved something or are you giving glory to God? That's the right doctrine. You give Him glory. Hallelujah. Church does not become a convenient place where you come. Hallelujah. Amen. But the church will become a place. Hallelujah. That you cannot live without existing in one. Hebrews chapter 10 and the 35th verse. Hallelujah. What does it say? Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Do not break the meeting as some, which is. For not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. When you know church is revelation, you don't forsake the assembling. I want somebody tonight. Watching by internet is not attending church. I mean, sometimes for very small, I mean, very serious reasons you can't come here and you're watching by it. For, no problem. But that is not attending a church. You have to be present in yourself. Hallelujah. And that's when transformation happens. Amen. Internet is good. Thank God for the internet. Some of you would have, hallelujah, praise God, would have gone to Timpectu without internet. Praise the Lord. I mean, you could have had not missed a lot of word, but thank God for that. But Glory to God. Miracles happen when you don't forsake the assembly of the saints. When you come, hallelujah, to the church, knowing that it's a holy place, knowing that it's the church of God, knowing that He builds His church on this rock, and when you come, have the, come with that revelation, amazing things happen. A healthy family should be raised in the atmosphere of the church. It should be just as, hallelujah, every other thing that you should teach a good father, a good mother will teach his kids. Hallelujah. That attending a church is not of convenience. It is of holiness. Oh, come on somebody. Hallelujah. And people who do, do it, justify for not doing it. Traditional church, people go on every day for mass. Every other religion, Muslims, they pray three times a day. Hindus, they go to temple for every other thing. They travel temples after temple. So-called born-again Christians, you and me. Five minutes more than the time, you'll start looking at the watch. <laughs> because you have not understood the revelation of the church. I thank God I was raised in a spiritual uh, uh, atmosphere by Pastor Rajesh that spending hours and hours in the presence of God, soaking myself in the presence of God till, hallelujah, there is nothing of you but everything of the Spirit. Hallelujah, glory to God. Six hours, seven hours, worshiping the Lord and thinking like seven minutes. Hallelujah, I'm trained in that kind of capacity and I want to raise a church in this house where you love the presence of God, love the church like that. Till you say, I was glad when they said to me, Come into the house of the Lord. If you allow me, I can preach like this for the next two days. 
Forget about another extra hour. I can stand here and preach for two days. Minimum. Because that's where you're trained. I want a church. They're coming where we will have 72 hours of worship. 24 hours we'll start with. I know a church in the city who started for three-day fasting and prayer, went up to 365 days together and more. Because God was there. So why shouldn't you not come? Hallelujah. Listening to itself is somebody. <gasps> Without the revelation, you will become a pig-faced or dog-faced. What does that mean? Bible says in uh, uh, Matthew 7, 6. Matthew 7, 6. This is a two-hour teaching by itself, but I'll keep it for another day. I'll just mention it. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Do not give what is holy to the dogs. Speaking about revelation and wisdom of God. He says, don't give it. Don't have to think that you are one of them. You are not. Because you are in the church tonight. Sacrificed something and came on a Friday. You cannot be a dog. You cannot be a pig-faced. Hallelujah. You are the real ones. Hallelujah. Why? Hallelujah. You are come to receive something fresh from the Lord. Some wisdom to be imparted into your life. You made that extra time for Jesus because you love Him. Because you know He loves you. And you came here and the Lord has said, I will give you pearls. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. What is pearls? Pearls is hallelujah. Praise God. Impartations and wisdom that you did not work for. I'm giving it to you for free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will not throw this to anyone. I will not lay my hands on anyone. One who values it. Hallelujah. I am very pretty sure who I came for here today. Hallelujah. Corinth, are you here tonight? This is, this is how the church should be. Are you comfortable with this? With this kind of church? One Corinthians six nine to ten. When you read the Corinth church, the Bible says, "Do you not know that the unrighteous and the wrongdoers will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, misled, neither the impure and the immoral." And the idolaters, nor adulterers, nor those who participate in homosexuality, nor cheats, swindlers and thieves, nor greedy graspers, nor drunkards, nor foul-mouthed revilers and slanderers, nor extortioners and robbers will inherit any, have any share in the kin. Amen. I hear everybody suddenly. It's not about you. Verse 11 says, and such were some of you were once. 
But now you are washed. Say, I'm washed. And clean. Purified by a complete atonement for sin and made free from the guilt of sin. And you were consecrated and set apart, hallowed and you were justified. Pronounced righteous by trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the Holy Spirit of God. How, what happened? That is what we wear. That pattern is broken when we came to church. And got this revelation. Come on. That I'm washed now. I'm sanctified now. I'm consecrated now. Hallelujah. In the church of Corinth, people who are washed and consecrated were again falling into similar sins. And Paul is reminding them, don't you forgot such were you when you came here. But you were sanctified. You were washed. You were freed. And don't sit there. You are here now. Come out of those things. Separate yourself and once again be clean and consecrated. That's what who you are. You can never be holy till you know that who you are. If you're always thinking that what you wear, you will always live in unholiness. You have to think what who you are. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the holiness of God. I'm the child of God by faith. This is what I am. And when you say that and when you keep believing that, what will eventually happen? You step out of your wear and come to your R. Come on somebody. We don't confess our sins to go back to the where. We confess our sins believing that who we are. Hallelujah. I confess my sin. Not to remember who I was. But who I am. Today in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And I know by experience and by faith, no unholiness has power over my life. No unholy thought has power over my life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And how did it happen? When the Korean church came to the church. They understood this revelation. And they kept coming to church. It was the people who did not come to church that went back when you understand the Bible. Because church is the place of the body of Christ. Most people does not know. How many of you were born into your family? And how many of you, if you were Never come back to your, and you were stayed in an orphanage and raised by priests or nuns or the, and, and never seen your father. How many of you will ever call your father father? How many of you ever will may, you come once a year to your home and then go back? And how many of you ever feel belonging to the father? How many of you will enjoy inheritance? You will never in the same way. So many of you are born again and never come to the church because for you it is a holy, another holy place or visiting the Pastor Chaco's church. And that's why you never change. This is a holy place, not Pastor Chaco's church. This is the church of the Christ, of the Son of the living God. If you don't get this thing right, no transformations, no miracles, no permanent changes, no levels of anointing will ever come to our lives. No revival will ever touch you. You cannot even serve the Lord. Yours will go and you will go. Hallelujah. Just as yes, you were born again, you will go. 
The way you came, you may go and nothing happens in, in between that. You have to be rooted. That's why the Bible says you have to be planted in the church. Not come on special days, not members. Not suddenly say, when there's a financial breakthrough, everybody will flock. Good. But rest of the flocking, you know, holiness series, flocking is little less. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Some people say, oh, all those who are watching my internet, pastor is targeting us. I'm not targeting it. Church is not to target anyone. I don't fast and pray and come to target somebody. I'll be nuts. I'm not pastor nuts. When they understood these revelations, they were sanctified, made holy. The Korean church, people who did the worst immorality came back into their senses. There was a man who slept with his father's wife. The pot delivered to the devil and said, this kind of man cannot be in the church. He said, go from the church. He delivered into the hands of the devil. But somehow so that he will come to his senses because once you are out of the church, you lose proper protection. You, you are tormented by the enemy. Suddenly he came to senses and few chapters later, he repented and came back to the church. And Paul said, now take him back. He got back his revelation back. He got back his senses back. So, if he could repent, I know that worse than him, nobody is sitting here. Amen. Everybody is scared. <laughs> Are you with me? Now, I'll make it the fourth thing. The Holy Spirit. The fourth person who released you into the realm of holiness is the Holy Spirit. I told you last week, in the new covenant, it is not you, you, you. It is He, He, He. I live by the Spirit. I walk by the Spirit. Come on, somebody. In Romans chapter 7, 41 times, Paul is saying, the very good thing that I did not want to do, I did. The very bad thing I, I thought I will never do, I did. The good thing I wanted to do, I could not do. What a wretched man. He's always speaking about him, him, him. Him, what he can't, what he can't, he wants the good he wants to do, but he's failing, he's failing. He came to Romans 8. And only three times he mentioned I. Rest of the full chapter, another 41 times he's speaking about the Holy Spirit. Because only the Holy Spirit can help you to live holy. Only the Holy Spirit can release us into this confidence to live holy. It is the only through the Holy Spirit we can approach the throne of grace. Without the Holy Spirit, it becomes the throne of judgment. You'll always look at God as a judging God, punishing God. That will not change you. It's a good thought. It's a holy religious thought, but that can't change you. That's why I call it's a throne, but it's of grace. 
Usually throne is one of judgment, but it's a throne of grace. The throne of judgment you will only see after Jesus comes back. Hallelujah. Two thrones, one for the believers, one is the, uh, I've spoken a long time, the, uh, the, the white throne. Hallelujah. Amen. For the unbelievers. Hallelujah. Are you with me? But now it's a throne of grace. Con grace is the only confidence given to us to live holy. God's grace is unmerited favor. When I fail, He picked me up. A Christian is either up or on the way up. He's never down because of the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. Never confess, I'm down, Pastor. I'm down, I'm down. Always say, I'm on my way up. <laughs> Look at two people and say, by faith, I am on my way up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm on my way up. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful faith. Only this kind of righteousness will lead you to holiness and obedient life. Because you're secure to obey. Insecure people never obey. Insecure people can never live holy. You have to make yourself secure first. Most of our reason of unholiness is insecurity. Oh, I, I want to take that class. You are insecure with the husband. You are attracted to another man. You are insecure with your wife. Always content, contentious wife. Always putting you down. Suddenly a secretary says, Oh, <laughs> that's enough. Wow. What a soothing. You spend uh, extra hours in the office. Hallelujah. But when you come to this life, it's a new and a living way. It's a new way. You have to learn it. It's not what you're used to. It's a new and a living way. I have to get used to this. I can live holy through the grace of God, through the power of the, to live by the Spirit, to walk by the Spirit, to be led by the Spirit, all by the Holy Spirit. Should be led. So many of you think that you came here by a taxi, by your car. How many of you really, really think you're led by the Spirit into this place? That's the key. That's the, that's the communion and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The new way is not trying to live holy. The new way is he works in you. Hallelujah. Every second. So that you will renew your mind. And your body will be lifted up as a living sacrifice. That your body will not do what you want to do. The body will respond to the word of God. Come on, somebody. No hallelujahs for this. When I was with financial breakthrough, we were clapping, dancing, stuff. 
I know it's a little difficult. I have compassion, I'm saying. But it's a new and living way. Are you enjoying this? See, Bible says do not break the meeting. Don't, do you know that the responsibility is a part of holiness? You never knew, isn't it? You have to understand. People who are responsible, hallelujah, somewhere understood holiness. For example, responsibility. Bible says if you don't work, don't eat. Part of holiness. Working is a... Oh, I can prove it from the Bible. I don't have time now. But holiness and work comes from the same word. The root Hebrew word. So you're working well for the glory, not for you to become somebody, but for the glory of God. Knowing that the work is blessing of work, blessing of money, all given to you by the Lord. And you work hard. That's holiness. Beautiful. Jesus, God worked for six days and rested one day. Born again Christians work for one day and rest for six days. Jesus said, I came to do my father's work and to finish his work. Born again Christians starts their work. They never finish anything. See, how contrast the God we believe, Jesus who is living in our heart and us. Holy Spirit is staying on earth to finish something. Places in heaven, sacrificing his time for the church. Amen. Look at this focus. And we know we, we claim we have the communion of the Holy Spirit. What focus? Responsibility. Bible says, if I'm a pastor, I should not get drunk. It's a responsibility. I'm not a drunkard. It's a responsibility to honor your wife. It's holiness honoring your wife. Respecting your husband. Holiness. In the barrier, samrakshikya, vishudhya. In the barthavana, snehikya, vishudhya. Aduwale. In the same way, the Bible is saying, don't break the meeting. It's holiness. Oh, come on, somebody. Coming to church, God consider you as holy. Wow. It's God's work. Years back, pastor said something that stuck. He said, when you have health in all these places, and just imagine this hand is not working. That it never happened, but for the time being. Just imagine it's not working. Look at the places which are working. I focus on the places that are working, that health will flow into this hand. You know what I'm saying? And thankful for what is working, the health that is already existing will flow into this hand. You're, oh, you're getting this, how to get healed? Thank the Lord for what is working. In the same way, there are areas in your life that you don't see yourself holy. But thank God for the areas that you are holy. And that holiness will flow into other areas of your life. Come on somebody. So coming to church, if you are in the church, it's a part of holiness. Thank the Lord that you are here in this holy congregation, holy gathering. When you thank the Lord, that holiness it will flow. Ah. 
That's why verses says, therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the most holy by holies, by the blood of Jesus, by a new and a living way, which he inaugurated for us through the weight that is his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, I'm reading Hebrews 10, 19 onward, let us draw near with a sincere heart, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our body washed with pure water. Because of the new and the living way. Hallelujah. Now we can draw with a sincere heart. We don't have to think, oh, I'm not sincere. No, if you put the way into this new way, new thinking, come on somebody. It is possible. A sincere heart is possible. Come on now. A heart's cleansed from evil conscience is possible. Bodies washed with pure water is possible. So many possibilities there said, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he promised his faithful. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and we can stimulate. Oh, how many of you want to stimulate your husband, your wife, your children to do good things? You are a stimulator. Then says, not forsaking the assembly. It's a part of holiness. Hallelujah. The problem, you know, some Bible says the righteous is as bold as a lion. But when we hear about holiness, we become pussycats. The righteous should be bold as a lion. Yeah. Grace gives us the hope to live holy. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, 18 and 19, we flood for refuge to the city of refuge. We flood. Uh, can you read that verse? I, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, put it to perspective tonight. Hebrews chapter six, eighty to ninety. But that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation, who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Amen. Write it somewhere around. Hopeless people go into unholiness. Amen. Hopeless people are attracted to temptation. Pratyasha illata vera ashudileki vonada. Pratyasha illavera belahina deila vidanada. Pratyasha olavam vidatilla. Yeshuvinda prasyasha olavam vidatilla. The people who have the hope as Jesus, the hope of our refuge, will not fall down. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the word. He is the anchor of our hope. Say anchor of our hope. Where does anchor works? Rock bottom. When you are rock bottom, this hope works for you. Oh, come on somebody. When we are rock bottom, we become hopeless. But actually Jesus, the hope works. And we are touched the rock bottom. Anchor of our hope. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anchor of our hope. Everybody say anchor of our hope. It works in our deep bottom. If you are not hopeful, you are hopeless. You move into unholiness, unholy thoughts, worldly thoughts, worldly standards. That's why my favorite prayer is when I am hopeless, I will tell the Lord, Lord, 
it's too difficult for me this kind of mindset is too difficult let you have the mind of christ it's not possible lord i'm finding it too difficult help me lord help me daddy help me father i don't want to carry the burden of to have this mind immediately god's release comes but the moment you don't say that and sit there and without saying that in pride your life will never take the breakthrough turns not telling him what you can't is the greatest pride possibly a man and a woman can have the greatest humility is john 15:5 without you i can do nothing ah when i say that what i'm basically saying the one who created the heavens and the universe and the world holding everything by the power of his word is the one who is working for me who is the one who is for me if i don't believe that he can be for me when where, where is my faith based on it is on humanism it is on religiosity it is on some experience you had it in the past every raw wound oh let me put it every raw wound is a time for new revelation oh hallelujah oh look at somebody every raw wound etom adutholla murivugala ninakku velipadinde or avasaramana praise the lord hallelujah some of you be free this morning every raw wound hallelujah is a time for a new revelation if you believe it put your hands together god is about to reveal himself to you today victory by the blood of jesus there is freedom hallelujah don't be upset don't lose hopelessness when you see a raw wound hallelujah it is time for a new revelation hallelujah oh paul prayed to remove his raw wound three times and the lord said my grace is sufficient for you come on Hallelujah. Amen. The anchor of our hope. Wow. When you're rock bottom, the anchor works. Then the Bible goes on to say how to move into the realm of holiness. 2 Timothy 1 chapter verse 9. Are you here tonight church? Is it okay if I take a little time? Bible says he saved us and called us into a holy calling not because of anything we have done but because of his own purpose and grace this grace given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time everybody say holy calling <clears throat> the jars in the wedding of Cana were rusted were dusted how many of you rusted and dusted <laughs> christians in this house amen once used now sitting those jars in a corner useless and the lord looked at that jars eyed those jars and said bring it now bring it now ah not tomorrow bring it now ni podi vidicha thurumbu vidichirikkuna kanayile jar aanu kodavaanengil ippol ninde agatha devam edaandu cheyan poya god is about to do something right now how holy calling 
Hallelujah. He used his servants to bring back from a cornered life. Tonight, God is about, if you believe it, bringing you back from a cornered life. You are cornered with something. You are cornered. You are in the corner. Everybody is looking at you and say, Hey, what happened to you? Where is your faith? Once you were used, now you are sitting cornered. Some voices that cornered you tonight, I rebuke it to leave your life through the power of your Holy Spirit. And then what did God say? Pour water. Jesus said, pour water. Pour. Water is symbolic of God's word. Pour water to the brim. That's what I do. That's what I do because only Jesus can turn the water into wine. I can't promise you a miracle, but I can fill in with the word. Fill in with the word. Fill in with the word. Because I know if you receive it, receive it, receive it, there is a perfect time for him to turn the water into wine to do his miraculous work come on somebody this morning if you're receiving the word tonight there is a miracle wine that is about to be formed hallelujah in your life i'm informing you tonight the miracle wine you are the vessel of the miracle wine to the transforming power of the holy ghost hallelujah Blessed be the name of the Lord. Holy God, are you here tonight? Who would have thought in 97 when I came? I never thought I would have ever preached like this. I knew I would not have the revelation of God's word. Today, every time I open, if I get time to open the Bible, it's a revelation for me. Today the revelation got me. I'll be sharing with you one of these days. Every Christian need a devil. <laughs> Pastor, it looks so unscriptural. I will prove it to you. Some of you are Bible scholars. Go and find out if I am a scriptural or not scriptural. I'm just putting a, something to you so that you have some interest going through the Bible. <laughs> What is holiness? Holiness is set apart unto God. Being uncommon. Holiness is opposite side to where the world will go. World, when everything is right, they say thank you. Christians who follow Jesus, when everything goes wrong, say thank you. That is a Christian. The world, when somebody comes say sorry, they will also say sorry. A Christian. Look at the face of the one who hates him and said, I'm sorry. When the world goes in one direction, 
the christian goes in the opposite direction people in the world will be happy when everything goes well according to their plan when every plan goes disarray you will say still rejoice and still believe that god can do something great in my life that is holiness that is set apart unto god that is the real christian moses now how do you why should you respond to the free calling god given moses still he responded to his calling he fled in fear മോശ അവൻ്റെ വിളിയിലേക്ക് നോക്കത്തടത്തോളം സമയം അവൻ ഓടിപ്പോയി ഭയത്തിൽ ഫിയർ വിൽ ഗോ വൺ ബൈ വൺ വെൻ യു സ്റ്റാർട്ട് റിസ്പോണ്ട് ടു യുവർ കോളിംഗ് നിന്റെ വിളിയിലേക്ക് നോക്കി നീ ഓടുമ്പോൾ ഭയം ഒന്നൊന്നായിട്ട് നിന്റെ ജീവിതത്തെ വിട്ടുപോകും will starts to leave you will start seeing your strength holy calling releases holy oil that destroys every yoke come on somebody tonight that's why the devil after you you are saved is he knows that he can't destroy you he's after your calling because he knows that you are significant and important as much as you move in your calling he tend to distract you discourage you depress you distract you deceive you all the deeds come is the author of the deed the devil hallelujah divorce debt all these to distract you from calling because moses knew one thing oh get this get this get this whatever you don't get this get this moses knew one thing moses knew and told joshua you want to read that and put your name there how many of you want to do that praise god just just open the book of joshua and i'm going to prophetically pronounce this rabadi askaradaraska after deuteronomy comes joshua joshua 1 was 5 No, no man. man say it with me no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as i was with moses so i will be with you i will not leave you nor forsake you when my spiritual father laid my hands his hands on me and pronounced this word over my life my entire level of ministry authority calling everything way i minister the anointing the calmness everything shifted from the moment he pronounced it over my life because moses knew moses knew if you pursue your calling no man can ever resist you no devil can ever resist you all the days of your life no man shall be able to stand before you all the days as i was with moses i shall be with you come on somebody tonight lift your hands nothing can resist me nothing can resist me nothing can resist me hallelujah glory to god glory to god glory to god
we are the joshua generation nothing can resist us declare by faith njangal joshua ide generation aanu oru kaalavum onnine njangalukku edirthu nikkuvan pattathilla come on somebody tonight if you believe it put your hands together give a clap no man is able to resist us all the days of our life no sickness no devil no report of the doctors nothing can resist you all the days put your name there and say nobody can resist before chako put your name there nobody can resist no man rubadi askarada noha as long as he was building the ark kept himself oh the mistake that he was oh, come on come on listen to me listen to me listen to me the mistake noha did was not after he finished the ark he did not ask the lord what to build next hallelujah the mistake he made was never asking the lord what to do next what to do next you have to always ask the lord what to do next Hallelujah. He ended up in nakedness, drunk, depressed, cursing his own son because he left his calling. You curse each other, there will be no marital bliss. Everything will lose. Every wrong decision you will make when you stop pursuing your calling. Every decision that I will make and i've told my wife the moment i married her every decision will be based on god's calling if you want to marry me that's only condition hallelujah thank god she said yes <laughs> isaiah said send me for as long as i am in your service i won't be distracted king david classic example caught in adultery a day that he did not function in his calling daniel in the den it was his calling that he kept him it was his calling that made him to pray and he stayed in his calling he avoided other dens come on somebody tonight spiritual disciplines will bring spiritual revelations for the future hallelujah are you feeling you are in another den because you left your calling you made a decision keep not keeping your calling in amen what to do tonight what to do what to do how to move into last time i told you what to do today i'm to know what to do psalm 103:1 and i'll stop with it what to do only if you do this you can move into these realms bless the lord o my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the lord o my soul it's a command to the soul only when you praise him when you don't feel like praising him you will move into the realm of holiness bless the lord o my soul my soul is my mind will emotions എന്റെ മനസ്സിന് ആരാധിക്കാൻ തോന്നാത്തപ്പോഴും 
tell your soul to bless him that's called the sacrifice of praise bless him praise him when you don't feel like oh come on somebody even everything goes against me praise him when i don't feel like praise him take time and praise him prioritize to praise him come on a lifestyle of praise will lead you into a holy living rod pasli a man of god used mightly in this generation the only way the revival broke out in his life he came out of a cancer oh in a, five years back because he's a praiser he praised the lord while he had a cancer hallelujah man of god laid hands by the great giants lester sumerall they were all praisers they brought the devil down can you imagine a man of god as holy as him attacked by cancer did not lose his praise he praised the lord gruffalo dollar he had a back pain and it uh, happened to be cancer he praised the lord and started confessing he got healed when you don't know when you don't know what's happening in your life still choose to praise him that's what hallelujah holiness is about miracles is all about come on that's what holy living is all about Bible says out of the mouths of babes and infants God has ordained praise to still the avenger who are the babes and the infants they don't know what's happening they are praising God because he is God oh, they are praising the father because he is father they are praising the lord when you, they don't understand a the thing they are babes they are infant but they praise and the bible says it gives god to strength that kind of praise gives god the strength to still your enemy onnu manasilagathappum ulla aaradhana pishasine tholpikkuvan nee devathinu kodukkunna shaktiya oh rabadiya kudadara kadagala duraladala manasiya listen to me akan was from the tribe of Judah. He could have been the lineage of Jesus, but he sinned touching the Babylonian garment and losing his calling. It's because he stopped praising. He forgot he's from the tribe of praise. Stop praising and touch something, unholy thing that God said don't touch. You with me? But look at Isaiah. in the place of unclean people he saw the year king uzziah died he saw the heaven open angels of god crying out holy everybody say holy respond back holy say holy say holy say holy say holy say holy 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 say holy say holy the angels of god together around the throne what they were saying holy say holy say holy say holy say holy Say holy, say holy, say holy, say holy, say holy, say holy, say holy. And as they were saying, the Lord inhabit the praises of his people. He sat on the throne. Come on. God enthrones himself on the praises of his people. He is the holy God. Takes control of the praises. Oh, come on somebody. Say holy. 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 there was a death there there was an important king in israel was died everything look hopeless 
for Isaiah, the king who gave him the power to prophesy without fear. He died, his natural help gone, but his supernatural help come. How? Holy, 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 holy. And Jesus sat on the throne. Come on, somebody tonight. Jesus is going to sit over that issue. Sit over your problem. Sit over that problem. Sit over that miracle. He is going to sit over that issue. Sit over your family. Sit over this church. When we praise Him holy. Hallelujah. The holy praise. He's holy. He enthrones himself on the praises of his people. That's what you should do. Hallelujah. Amen. To move into the operations without holiness, nobody will see God. Only this holiness will make the Lord operations. You will see the manifestation. You said this is a generation of manifestation and operations you will see. When you have this kind of praise and holiness. Amen. So God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Hallelujah.